So I'm sorry. If a second series of mandates comes across, fuck you. Not going to happen. I refuse. As should every single other American out there. Because, folks, I hate to say this. I'm all for independence. I'm all for individual thinking. But we have to be a united collective that says, fuck you. I will not do what you told me. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke. And his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. <laughs> and welcome back to the All American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. Happy to have you here. It is a bright and early, well, afternoon. It's afternoon on Tuesday here in Dallas, Texas, and the weather has been, uh, well, I wish Texas would make up its damn mind because, uh, like, uh, I don't know, like, it was in, like, the, the ni- or, like, low 90s. Yeah, it's not bad. And, well, yesterday it jumped back up to, like, 100-something. I was like, man, you can definitely feel it. And then scattered storms come through, and, of course, we're all out there with our hands on our hips doing the whole dad thing. We needed this. We needed this. And then what follows immediately after is the humidity that makes your balls drop to your ankle and stick to your legs. It's like, good grief, this is ridiculous. But fall's almost here in Texas. And Texas fall lasts for the span of like roughly two days. The leaves start to change a little bit of colors and then just fucking die and drop off the trees. It's like, boom, dead. So we're excited for that. Anyway, Labor Day weekend's over. Back to back to work, you slaveless monkeys. <laughs> Get back to it. You bunch of freaking peon peasant motherfuckers. Back to the back to the grind. Nah. What'd you do for the Labor Day? Anything? I just hung out at the house with the fam. Just chilled. A little pool time, did some grilling. About it. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I uh, I really felt my age. Nobody this cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares, John. Oh my God. Uh, what's up, Rumble? What's up, Kick? What's up, guys? How you doing today? Glad to have y'all back. Uh, I know you missed us. I didn't miss you though. I didn't miss any of you sons of bitches. No, I'm kidding. I love you all of you. Um, so no, we I went to a, a bachelor party this weekend. And, uh, you know, we, we work Friday and his bachelor party was technically Friday and Saturday, I believe uh, a good friend of the show. And so it was over in Austin. So Austin's like roughly a three and a half, four hour drive for us. So, um, it's, it was over on Lake Austin or Lake, I forget where it's at. It's one of the big lakes out there. So we woke up Saturday morning at like six that right there off the cuff or off the bat is just like, no. Just, just no. It's like you fucking, you're lucky I love you. You are lucky I, you're a friend of mine because I swear to God, 6 a.m. on a Friday, you're out of your fucking mind, but we did. Woke up at 6, drove up to Austin. Literally, Sheila dropped me at the, the pier to get on the boat with those guys, and she was going to go hang with a friend. And uh, so we're out on the boat, and it's it's hot. You know, it's hot. It's the, what's the lake that has Devil's Cove in it? I forget. It's like a party spot. Is it Lake Travis? Lake Travis. Thank you. That's the one. So we went to Lake Travis, and uh, I'd been on it like once or twice. Pretty cool. Never been to Devil's Cove, though. And for some reason, when saying that, it sounds like a 1950s, like, welcome back from Devil's Cove. Yeah, because you get fucking AIDS. And women have dicks out there. Who knows? But so we're on the boat, and it's like it's a scorching hot, but it's a perfect combination. The water's perfect. And I don't like drinking beer. I'm just not a big beer drinker. And I don't like, I mean, I'll drink it. I'm not against it. But I also don't like drinking on a boat, especially out the lake, because you feel bloated. And then you want to go swim, and you're all gassy. It's just not a good combination. So I stick to, like, hard liquor or just cocaine, one of the two. I'm kidding. I don't do blow. I hate hard liquor. I I love hard liquor. No. So we were out on the boat all day, and then we kind of was like, you know, let's go to Devil's Cove. 
and Devil's Cove, imagine there's like this this channel. And on the left side or right side, whichever direction you're facing, uh, there's like this little inlet. And that inlet has enough space for like a good chunk of people in their boats. And that's called, apparently called Devil's Cove. And that's where they, they tie all their boats together and have like that whole uh, redneck yacht club kind of thing that the, what's his face, Craig Morgan, whatever, sings about. So we go do it. And we drive into, and then the first thing right off the bat, I just feel like the old Jew in me. It's like, oh, the music's too loud. These kids are crazy. So we drive out there, and it's literally like a sausage fest. There's like so many dudes, which you kind of figured that's what it's going to be. But then the main string of like party boats that was in the middle, and you had like these women out there dancing on the decks, like almost naked, like dancing to music and stuff. And you know, all the dudes just huddled around. I'm like hoping to get, like, get a view, get a shot. And then we had this group of, like, Indians to our right smoking heavy herb. And you're like, damn, like, I don't give a fuck. Um, and then we just kind of dropped anchor, did our own thing. But, bro, it was it was an experience. It was different. Yeah. But it was, like, not my scene. It was, like, I would prefer to, like, go somewhere else secluded, you know, crank the tunes, have the, like, just not be bothered by the fucking idiots out there. Because, dude, there were guys out there trying to flex on jet skis. So, you know, like, if you go, like, downtown city, Dallas or Austin, you'll have those one douchebags that will pull through, like, the main strip in, like, some kind of souped-up car, revving their engine or blaring some fucking ghetto peasant music. All that shit. Well, these motherfuckers are doing the same thing on jet skis. Yeah. But they look like they're in their 40s, hat backwards, black sunglasses on, all decked out in black, and sitting there, like, posing as they're cruising between the boats on a fucking jet ski. is like, bro. That's like showing up to like a Ferrari event in a fucking Pontiac. Like, what the what the fuck are you doing? Dork. I don't think there's one woman that's gonna be on a boat that says, "Oh man, I want to suck that jet skier's dick." Look at this. Is what, like, I, I don't know. I just think that if you're wanting to compete for tail, like you're clearly showing, probably get a yacht or a pond. I don't know. But like, I guess that's a thing out there. Like downtown, they said they've met women. They're like, "Do you have a boat?" You should tell they gotta like travel. But that's the thing, I guess, is everybody has a boat. Really? So yeah. Mm. But outside, we had a great time. Good group of guys. Really good. We all got along. And um, so we did the boat thing. We go back to the rental house, get showered, change. We're going downtown Austin. I'm like, right off the bat, I'm like, fuck. Man, when I tell you Austin's weird, it's fucking weird. And it's trash. I'm just going to say it's fucking trash. You think so? I see. I've seen cleaner parts of Vegas than that place. Like you're walk. It's it almost has like a deep Elm kind of vibe. But way more trashy, way more coked up, fucking roided, not roided out, uh, uh, heroin out. Just it's like a zombie fest in some places. Turn the corner, literally like thirty black homeless guys just baked out of their fucking brain, like just on hard drugs. And I'm kind of like, what the fuck's going on? And it's like they were all black. I was like, this is weird. But uh, dude, it was so strange. And then I'm gonna get really controversial. I've said some controversial things in the past, folks. And I don't, I don't apologize unless I'm wrong. And I'm going to hit you with one right now that's really going to piss off a lot of the Austin residents. So I was listening to the um, the Joe Rogan Malone uh, podcast. Sheila wanted to listen to it. So I listened to it. And uh, it was interesting for like the first 10 minutes. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm fucking bored with this. But in that episode, they talk about a, a, uh, a cornerstone of Austin um, culture is Black's Barbecue. Terry Black's, I think it's called. Black's Barbecue. So we went there. It was a big line, but it went pretty quick. I'll, I'll give it to them. They they made that line go very quickly. Uh, it's a hot spot there. Everybody apparently goes because the barbecue is apparently just really good. So I got brisket, mac and cheese, and some beans. And the beans were good. I mean, nothing special, just good. Barbecue was good, but it wasn't anything special. And the macaroni and cheese was fucking horrible. Oh, How do you fuck up macaroni and cheese? I'm bro, Velveeta in a box with some noodles. That's all you got to do, and you've got it. They couldn't even do that. 
So I'm kind of, I feel like if you're going to say that something is like an establishment, if this is a cornerstone of whatever, then you should have the fundamental basics down to a fucking T. The mac and cheese was like um, watery. I'm like, no, no child. This ain't how it goes. Barbecue was good. Sauce wasn't impressive. I've, I've had Jason from Grill Your Ass Off make way better stuff, way better barbecue. His grilling that is... That dude, he needs to open up a restaurant. Yeah, he really next does. level. He's incredible. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was a good time. So the funny part about it, though, is like we go downtown Austin. The first place we hit is a dueling piano bar. And it is... The way the buildings are set up on 6th Street, I think it was, and that was probably our first mistake, is that they are nut to butt. Everything is packed, so you don't have a lot of standing room. So we go into this one, it's the dueling piano bar, and it's like standing room only. And we're literally standing by the entrance holding our drinks. I'm like, I feel like such a fucking loser right now. It's like, I, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to be in. And I'd already popped a Delta 8, so I was kind of like in I don't give a fuck mode. But normally if I was sober, it's like, dude, I'm out of here. It's like, I'm not fucking standing here. It's like, I want to go find some place to sit down, maybe have a cigar, a drink, chill. So we're all, we were all kind of like in the same mindset. We stayed there for like 30 minutes. And there was apparently, oh, God, do I say it? No, I'm not going to say it. There was just a bridal shower there, which I don't know how or who was marrying that bride. Like, oh, my God, she was like bridezilla. It's bad. But, hey, it just goes to prove there's someone for everybody out there. That's great. Uh, so we move on to the next bar. And the next bar is a cowboy arcade bar. Yeah, I, bro, I, I respect the hell out of the fact that you're doing something completely different. I love that. Now, be honest, I mean that. I truly mean that. I walked in there. I was like, hey, this is a great fucking concept. I think it'll fail. I was like, but I do like the creativity of it. I was like, it's brilliant. Um, but we go in there. And let me first describe the kind of crew we're rolling with here. We've got some uh, some warrant officers with us, some fucking green beanies, some spec ops from there. we got some SWAT team dudes. So we're all like experienced, grizzled, middle-aged veterans. And it really pains me to say that, but it's true. We're all middle-aged. So we're running, we're running with like older guys. And I think most of them, one of them, or a few of them are probably still in. They're on the verge of retiring. We go in there and there's this one dude and he's got like the fucking fade and he's wearing his unit t-shirt from basic training. And for those that don't know, in military culture, you know, basic training is where you're a fucking, you're a cherry, you're a noob, um, you know, any of the apparel that you buy there, you don't wear again after that because you get looked at like a fucking nerd. It's like, oh, you're wearing, it's kind of like wearing, it, like being in your 40s and wearing your high school graduation varsity jacket, I guess. that's I, I guess that's the only way I can equate it to the audience. So uh, can't going to stop doing that now. <laughs> but you get where I'm going with that. So this kid's, he's got to be fresh out of basic training. He's wearing his, his, uh, his shirt and apparently he's got this little cute girl next to him. And so my buddy was a Green Beret, was a Green Beret. He does contracting work now. He was like, I'm going to go fuck with him. He's like, bro, don't go fuck with him. I was like, we were all like that. Let the guy, let's just laugh at him and let it go. He's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to go thank him for his service. I'm like, oh God, here we go. Here we fucking go. So as the night progresses, he takes his girl and he goes and walks to a little game machine. And so we're about to leave. And then my buddy's like, oh, I'm going to go thank him. I was like, God damn it. Here we go. I was like, I'm not getting any fights tonight. Like, I'm not going to do it. I was like, if you start some shit, you're on your own. I was like, unless somebody fucks with us. It's like, but you, if you fuck with somebody else, you're on your own, dude. I was like, I am not trying to get into a fight tonight. So, and that's what worries me when drinking with veterans. Cause some veterans, they just get crazy. They get fucking crazy. It's like, there is a few there ever. So blue moon, I'll be in the moves. Like, you know what? Let's go fuck something up. It's rare. It's very rare. Why? Because I've got a lot to lose at this point. Yeah. I'm not going to be stupid about my shit. So we're about to leave, and he goes walking over, and we're all just kind of sitting there by the bar looking at this. This kid couldn't have been any more than 20 years old, and you got all these fucking grizzled combat veterans just kind of sitting there looking at this kid's sideline or side item, and we're just, you know, I don't hate the kid. We're just laughing at it. We're laughing at the inexperience of youth, if you will. And so he goes over there. 
and he thanks him. And the kid's like, oh, how'd you know? And the guy, and so my buddy just looks at him kind of like he's got a dick growing out of his forehead. It's just like your shirt and your haircut and the way you hold yourself. So it's kind of, oh, oh yeah, yeah, cool. And then my buddy walks off and he just rolls his fucking eyes like, oh my God, these fucking retarded little kids. He's like, God bless them. God bless them. We need them. The military needs them, I guess. Don't wear your fucking unit shit downtown. Don't wear it anywhere else but your house or the gym. So do they put their pronouns on the back of the shirts now? That'd be fine. You know what? I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't fucking doubt it. Come here, private he her. That'd be hilarious. But uh, yeah, man, it, it was funny, you know, it's because we all we were all like that. Every single any veteran that tries to make you believe the fact that they weren't corny and cheesy when they first joined, they're full of shit. We were all rocking the army PTs probably before we joined, you know, acting like we were already in the service. We, we were prior or excuse me, we were proud. We were proud of what we were about to do. So but when you see that, though, you know, when you're older, you're just kind of like, ah, I was retarded. <laughs> I was kind of retarded. So but yeah. Oh, man. Hey, folks, it's September. Guess what that means? October's next. <laughs> uh, all right, for September, extra 10% off for all subscribers on shellshockcbd.com. If you're a subscriber, you get double your points. Excuse me. It's 10% off for subscriptions using code SUB10. If you want to become a subscriber, use code SUB10, save yourself 10% off. Also, current subscribers. And what a subscriber is is somebody that locks in a certain rate right now. I sound like a realtor. We're going to lock in right now. So they say like you want to buy like uh, Halo gummies and you want to buy Rackout gummies for your sleep and Halo to get you high as fuck. And you want to combo them and say you're going to save some money on that and you want that sent to you every month, every three months, every six months. You lock in at a subscriber rate, you're 10% off guaranteed right off the bat. And every month we'll send you whatever it is. And you can go in there and adjust your order month to month too. You don't have, and it's not set. There's no contract. You sign up for it. That's it. You want to cancel it. You cancel it anytime. So for this month, we also have a, excuse me, we have a reward, a reward loyalty program that you earn points. Those points can be cashed in for other products. Think of it like you go into any coffee shop, you get your little punch card, you punch 10 cups, you get a free cup for free. Basically the same premise, same premise this month. If you're a subscriber, you earn double points. So your subscription, if you want to add to it as well, is going to earn you double points. You cash in for products in the future whenever you want. Literally, you can save up enough points that you get free product. It's it's on the site. All the rules are there. All the uh, outlined points, what they're valued at on shellshockcbd.com. So if you're a subscriber, this month is for you. If you're not a subscriber, sign up now. Don't wait. So again, it is shellshockcbd.com. Also, pineapple fallouts. People love the pineapple fallouts. Well, now it comes with a free Apple, Paul Apple sticker. People love the stickers for some reason. And we're also doing a shell shock patch. People have been asking for that too. So also for the pod, for the podcast, if you like the All-American Savage Show podcast, go to allamericansavageshow.com. The merch is back on the website. And you can go to johnburke.com. It's the same website now. We bought johnburke.com and so we own that too, which is great. Good to own your own name. You know, yeah. it's, been, it's been five, six, seven years. Probably should have done that Surprisingly expensive. Yeah. Apparently, I'm valuable or some shit. I don't know. All right, Josh, promote, promote something while I mix up some CBD energy drink mix because I love this stuff. And promote the new something. flavors new flavors are coming out soon. All right. What do we got going on here? My least favorite part of the show is when John tosses it to me to do something. <laughs> I actually have to talk on this show that I'm co-hosting. God damn it. You probably come up with something to say, I guess. Mm. Oh, you saw uh, Smash Mouth passed. Oh, yeah, Smash Mouth, uh, I think Jimmy was, Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Sm well, Smash Mouth was kind of like, I think it was like 51 or 52, and they said it was from, uh, I think it was liver, liver failure as a result of alcoholism. Yeah. But, dude, that was like Shrek. Smash Mouth was Shrek. 
you know, hey now, because the the soundtrack. That's right. But the, I remember growing up to that. It was might as well be walking on the sun. Um, yeah, they had like one or two good hits, I think, and that was kind of it. But he was pretty well known because iconic the, songs, though. I very mm-hmm. iconic songs. Yeah. yeah. That he passed. That was sad to see. And then Jimmy Buffett apparently was battling cancer. Was it cancer? Was it skin cancer? I can't remember which one it was. Anyway, I honestly I went would to not a, be surprised because he was kind of known his genre was beach. Yeah, in Ohio, that was a big thing to go to. It's like he used to go to Buckeye Lake all the time, like every year. So that was a big thing. Everybody go to Buckeye Lake to see Jimmy Buffett and get yeah. stoned and drunk. Yeah, that was he. He definitely paved that kind of like Bob Marley was weed heads, and yeah. reggae, and Bob Marley was kind of like beach beers and banjo and stuff kind of like that. But um, I'm not gonna lie, I think he also peddled hard for the vaccine. Like he said, oh, I don't. I would only play. He would only do concerts for the vaccinated. Buffett did. Yeah, I think so. Well, um. Yeah, they're saying Hopefully skin that's cancer not the, the way he went. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I saw a brief article that talked about uh, his his daughter or somebody talked about his long battle with cancer. <clears throat> anyway, well, folks, you know the deal. So. Share the show. Tag that like button. Hit the share. We're on kick.com slash John Burke. You want to come subscribe over there, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can support the show there. And make sure you sign up for the iTunes iTunes is 99 cents a month to get access to subscriber-only audios, which is every Friday show. That's when we take your calls, do debates, do all that kind of stuff. You get access to that only if you're a subscriber on iTunes. It's not posted to Spotify or anywhere else. So that's the way we can make some money on the show. So, yeah, there you go. All right, how about we get into the news? Should we go ahead and do that? I mean, that's what we're, that's what we're here for, right? Um, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, let me first post the link on Rumble. Rumble, here is the link to kick... Come on over, kick.com slash John Burke. Oh, my God. Here we go. First article of the day, Ukraine money train. Kiev spending $100 million per day on war, says ousted defense minister. There's been some assassination attempts recently, too. Saw the Russian uh, minister of, of what? Cell phone bomb blew his face off. I don't know if he died or not, but it was an assassination attempt. Jeez. It's crazy. It's freaking crazy. Um. Ukraine is spending approximately $100 million a day on the war against Russia. Outgoing Defense Minister Alkasi Reznikov said in an interview with state media. In a lengthy sit-down with state-owned Ukraine Forum for his first interview since his ousting on Sunday, the former defense minister, now he's going to spill all the secrets. I'm surprised they didn't have this guy offed. Spill the beans. Spill the beans, buddy. Spill the beans. Uh, defense minister attempted to dispel suggestions of his involvement in the mounting corruption scandal swirling around the war effort. When pressed on the allocation of money donated by the public to the military since Russia's invasion, Reznikov said that such donations have been minimal in comparison to foreign funding and taxation, claiming that only 3% of the war has been subsidized by public donations. Yeah, I... Really? 3% of the war. Wait, does public donations, does that count as uh, foreign aid? Hold on. Okay. He said such donations have been minimal in comparison to foreign funding and taxation. Okay. Then, in perhaps the most candid look in the allocation of resources since the war began, the ex-defense minister said that around $100 million is being spent by the state on a conflict every day. A day of war costs us $100 million, he said. The Army today is the largest consumer of funds, but funds are also needed for the maintenance of the country as a whole, for infrastructure, for reconstruction, for supporting and social vulnerability. My question is why, yeah, Tara on the chat says $100 million American dollars. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, my thing is kind of like you talk about reconstruction. You're still, you're still under invasion. What the hell are you reconstructing until the war is over? You'd be foolish to reconstruct anything. That's yeah. just wasted money. Now I understand in certain areas you have to rebuild. Say you say, for example, like power hospitals. Stri- hospitals. Yeah, I get that. But also maybe put them in places that are more safe from invasion forces. So I don't know. I don't know if that's what's going on there, but the way he phrases that, that's like, mm, what? 
Reznikov credited the working citizens of Ukraine for propping up the military budget because they pay taxes and these taxes go to the budget. And from this budget, they also go to the army. Therefore, you have work. You have to work and pay taxes. However, he did not reveal how much of the daily 100 million spent on the war comes from the Ukrainian people, as opposed to being subsidized by taxpayers in the United States and Europe. Europe doesn't even compare. Doesn't even compare to what America is putting into this. That's why it's kind of like, what's the point in being in NATO? The interview came after President Zelensky dismissed Reznikov after previously leading the country's war effort for over 50, 550 days. Although the minister has not been personally linked to any corruption, the sacking has been seen in some quarters as an attempt to root out graft and war profiteering. I mean, Zelensky does have to give that appearance. Like, he actually cares about stuff like that. I mean, I think Zelensky is at the heart of it, though. Yeah. It's ridiculous. He is a good actor. He is a great actor. All right, so there's that. There's, there's that article. I mean, I'm just... Nothing's shocking me anymore. Nothing's shocking me. So uh, I mean, it's pretty obviously obvious this is a big money grab. And, you know, the thing that blows my mind is, is Democrats still go for it. And the more you hear about all the Ukraine stuff from the past, it seems like Republicans and Democrats used this country as their personal piggy bank. Money laundering. Money laundering. Money laundering. And they're, they talk about all this other stuff of um, It's just the Bidens book. are too stupid to cover their tracks. I think they got so powerful in their own minds that they didn't care or they didn't think they needed to or that nobody would bring them down because they were protected by the Obamas. But you definitely see that Obama's not interjecting himself into Biden's fiasco right now, and I don't think he's going to. Obama's going to let Biden sink. That's why I feel like Obama hasn't really been up close and personal with Biden. You see at the events they go to, Obama kind of tries to keep his distance. Um, Well, I think Obama has a big role in this it's not oh, just, not a, he not just a joe yes. biden thing but i think on the, gonna, for the public image for he, public image obama obama boy and all them dudes are pulling the strings yeah. but i think he's gonna let biden take the fall and obama's not gonna concern himself with it i think he just throws him under the bus like yeah 100 i mean wouldn't you if you were obama and you were um grifting to that degree and kind of like pulling the strings behind the scenes and shit then your whole operation goes bust of course you're not going to want to take the public fall for that it's like let biden do that and, and the thing is biden they've has, made it too easy yeah especially when hunter or, documents his entire drug habit life and yeah, hunters just, and you know the text I, message i think don jr is not the smartest dude out there i think he's a crook just like his father but at the same token by that same token um you look at hunter biden you know I think that people, the MSM went after Trump and his sons for bullshit, by and large. I really do. But then you turn around and look what Hunter has actually admitted to. I mean, I didn't see anything. They said the one, the biggest, I think, thing they had for Trump Jr. was cocaine. And I'm like, okay, but so what? Like, this is America. Do your drugs. I don't care. But even if he did, I don't care. It's like, bro, do it. I don't give a shit. It's your body. Do whatever. But with, with that same standard being applied to the left, you've got Hunter Biden, prostitution, Crack, selling crack, gun issues. And it's like, okay, so if you're going to apply all this law and equity into Trump and his sons, and Hunter Biden, has, it's been proven. His laptop, everything got leaked. It's there. The evidence is there. And nothing happens. No one believes it. Democrats, by and large, don't care. And it's just like, you know, I'm sorry, but your moral outrage falls on deaf ears when you scream about Trump and his sons, and yet yours have actually been proven to be shysters and yeah. charlatans and scam artists and frauds. And Hunter Biden go out there and sell a painting for half a million dollars to and nobody in Russia. This. So, yeah, and I'm just kind of like, and you see, you see the intrication or you see the um, the intricate uh, details between China and the Biden administration. And it's like, how can you ignore this? You know, I think if Trump's kids were as screwed up as Biden's kids, oh, yeah. that would be an issue for me. All right. Well, Trump's kids are successes. Yeah. I was going to say, but but Hunter Biden is a clear he, failure. Do they drink? 
Who cares? I, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't care. I, but I don't care about it. as long as we're not like some raging alcoholics yeah. or some drugged out Hunter Bidens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I that's feel like because that's going to have that's going to be especially when you're doing business with deals with them. And there's plenty of text messages and emails at this point that have been proven. And apparently, there's supposed to be another audio recording of Joe Biden that's supposed to oh, sink him. I didn't know that. Here before. Well, I know, you know Breitbart's October. dropping a book about this. It supposedly got everything about the Joe Biden scandal, all this fiasco. But even just the shit that Joe Biden's put out when he went over to the Ukraine and talked about oh, yeah. it himself, how they got. Uh, Are you talking about the 2016 audio? The Porchenko, uh, the uh, prosecuting attorney, fired. Otherwise, he wasn't yeah. going to give him. Everybody's heard that yeah. at this point. At least, actually, I don't think people have. Because Which until you brought insane. it up, yeah, yeah, I agree. Because until you brought it up, I didn't it. know. Uh, in explicit detail, it's, it's, I'm trying uh, to pull up this article of. Here we go. We got it from Elon. Um, Elon is apparently talking about suing the ADL, the Anti Defamation League. And let me read you this tweet because there's a lot to unpack here. Now I think Elon is a complete fraud. I, I've already talked about why I think this, but I'll, I'll hit it again real quick for you. But um, first and foremost, Elon puts out a tweet. Shit, where's it at? Let me find it. Stand by, guys. Um, all right. Elon puts out a tweet. He says, um, I posted it. Says, he says, basically, I'm all for free speech, but I'm not for anti-Semitism. In case you didn't know, for some people that they like maybe listen to the show and you're not on over on Twitter, you can get banned for that stuff now. Twitter 1.0 rules are back into effect. I got a 12-hour ban for violent hate speech. And I basically said, I told some little short, I was like, ah, too bad COVID didn't take you out. It's like, that's free speech. It's not against the law. But apparently it's violent hate speech. So you can't say that. So clearly Twitter 1.0 rules are back into effect. What about so, if you say something to the effect of, I hope you get the vaccine? <laughs> we got an article on that. Fauci coming back in the news. Um, so anyway, you know, he, he talked about that. He said, I believe in free speech as long as it's not illegal. Okay. Now, at the same time, Elon said he would not reinstate Alex Jones, whom I don't like. He would not reinstate Nick Fuentes, whom I don't like. I don't agree with these people. But if you say free speech, it's free speech. I'm actually curious why Miley Yiannopoulos hasn't returned to Twitter. He should. I mean, I think he's a grifter too, but even still, he had some really pretty you know, funny tweets. I gotta tweets. say, I, I like Alex Jones now. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm not. I just, I don't know. But that's just me. But Elon tweeted this. About, um, and I didn't know this about now the ADL. If you follow the ADL on Twitter, these are leftist hacks that are running this. Now it's Jewish owned. It's basically the anti-defamation league. And the problem with them is that everything that comes in any criticism form, according to Israel is anti-Semitic. You cannot criticize the state of Israel because it's an ethno state. It is the nationality and the race one mix. So if you any criticisms of the state of Israel or foreign aid sent to Israel, according to the ADL, it's anti-Semitism. ADL has even went on out went out on a limb and said that any criticisms of George Soros. So clearly you're a leftist ran organization. And it's interesting how they will use anti-Semitism as the means of which to shield themselves from any criticisms from their acts of nepotism. And that is where the accusations of anti-Semitism come from. And it's like, well, look, here's the deal. If you sit there and you say that if you criticize taxpayer money going to Israel in mass lumps, you're saying that in and of itself is anti-Semitic? It's like that has nothing to do with your race and everything to do with the fact that we are sending you money that does not belong to you that could be better spent in America. Now, I'm all for alliances. I get that we have a very strong alliance with Israel. I prefer to keep that alliance. They are a foothold in the Middle East, but at the same time, there comes checks and balances. Like, look, not all your enemies are going to be our enemies, but we do work together. So 
that's where the ADL has come in. Now, the ADL on Twitter has gone after so many people. Uh, if you if you can for me, picture CNN and the race wars they perpetuate, how it's always a guilty white cop. It's always the white man's fault, always the white guy. It's always the cracker, never the black guy's fault. Matter of fact, that recent shooting of the black pregnant woman, I don't know if you're watching this in the news. I forget where this was, but a cop gunned her down in her car. And you'll see all these black influencers. This needs to stop. We got to march. She was pregnant. There's no call for it. What they fail to tell you is that she attempted to run the officer down with her car. He had every right to put a bullet in her. Sorry. That's the way it goes. Look, I can agree that cops get out of line sometimes. And you do have your rights. But if an officer, and by the way, I think she was, uh, she just got done, um, uh, shoplifting alcohol or some shit like that. I forget. Don't quote me on that one. There's more of that story. But the officer was 100% in the right. He was 100% in the right. So when a cop is, you know, telling you to pull over for whatever reason, you don't have the right to keep going. And you certainly don't have the right to run him over. If an officer pulls you over, you don't know what they're pulling you over for. So first, before you can start saying, I have a right to refuse to say anything to you, you first have to figure out what's going on. The officer has to identify himself and then say what he pulled you over for. Fair enough. Then you can say, uh, yeah, your charges are bogus. I'm not, I don't have to answer your questions. Then you're, you're exercising your rights. But apparently this woman tried to run the dude over and he shot her. Um, okay. You tried to kill the officer. He's defending himself. He didn't know you were pregnant. In fact, you being pregnant should not put yourself in that position. You clearly didn't care about your baby's life. But of course she was a scholar. She was on her way to curing cancer. Her black family loved her so much. And I'm pretty sure we're going to see all the freaking, all the, you know, the black ghetto fucking uh, people are going to like dress themselves up, look really nice, throw away the bad, bad clothing or anything. Oh, we're all just a family of upstanding citizens. I'm sure you are. You, you raised your daughter to want to run over cops. So good job. Um, again, I'm not the biggest cop fan either, but still, you don't get to sit there and go run, try and run people over. It's ridiculous. And every, everybody in the comments, the cops should have just moved. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, I'm just at a loss. So, you know, people are getting the story wrong. And, of course, the media is going to fan these fly, these flames of just propaganda, misinformation, get, every, get the race wars going again, when, in fact, it was just a piece of shit woman who was doing something fucking stupid. Like, don't try and run over a cop on a traffic stop. Or if he tells you to stop, fucking stop. Then you're good. And then even black people. Even black people. What state was that in? Man, I don't... Uh, hold on. I need to pull this article up. Let me see. Anybody know what state was it? What state was this in? I'd seen a few articles and I read it and it's like, yeah, of course, they're going to get this wrong. The media's going to spin it. But that's what pissed me off about that part. Because I, I saw that video as well. Yeah. And, and it's... It looks bad. It's, but when it's you terrible. See, but when you see the entirety of it, it's like, lady, you try to hit them. Like, I'm sorry. Like, what do you, what do you expect them to do? Where's... Uh, okay, but anyway, go back to the ADL. The ADL, um, Elon tweeted, I said, advertisers avoid controversy. So all that is needed for ADL to crush our U.S. and European ad revenue is to make unfounded accusations, which they do. They have no, no, folks, pay attention to this part. Okay, this is what's going to get me accused of being anti-Semitic, but it's actually not the case. I want to explain something to you. Let me continue reading Elon's tweet. He says, they have much less power in Asia. So our ad revenue there is still strong. This controversy causes advertisers to pause that, but that pause is permanent until ADL gives the green light, which they will not do until us agreeing to secretly suspend or shadow ban any accounts they don't like. This is the relationship they've had with Twitter for many years. Presumably, they have that with all Western search or social media.orgs. Now, this is where the anti-Semitism comes in. 
ADL is ran by Jews, okay? So clearly these are leftist liberal Jews that are trying to weaponize their Jewishness to censor and silence anyone they disagree with, not just on the bounds of anti-Semitism. It's politically motivated. Now, folks, you first have to understand, not all Jews are practicing Jews. They are ethnic Jews. Now, you got to understand the difference here. But by being Jewish blood, they get labeled as Jews as a whole. So all Jews must act in this manner. That's actually not the case. It's generalized way of thinking of all white people, all black people. Again, we can talk about stereotypes existing from a kernel of truth, and that I will agree with you on. I am all for being against Jewish nepotism. I do not agree with it. But this is what the ADL does. They will go out there and they will use their Jewishness, 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 to attack, uh, say, for example, gun lobbies, uh, First Amendment rights, to shield them from receiving any criticism of that. It's to say, well, you must be anti-Semitic if you're disagreeing with us. The ADL has also, and Elon is actually right here. He talks about that the ADL has done their best to sink Twitter. That's what they're trying to do. Get Twitter painted as this pro-anti-Semitic platform. Now, let me push pause on that point and give you a curveball here with Elon Musk. Elon has said, and this is going to confuse some people, Elon has said he is all for free speech. Now, folks, if you're listening to the show, as long as you're not driving or doing something important, close your eyes. If you will, picture an umbrella. Atop of that umbrella, paint the word free speech. Beneath that umbrella, paint these words, racism, anti-Semitism, discrimination, flag burning, all of these things. Those things are covered from that umbrella of free speech. Now, with those words, also put out freedom of the press, freedom of information, freedom to criticize your government, good things. With the good things come the bad things. You don't get to cherry pick of that entire list you just wrote under that umbrella. Because what gives you, the individual, the right to determine what other people should be considered for free speech or what should be considered free speech? Islam, very violent religion, currently still that way in the Middle East. Judaism, whatever the case, is your freedom of religion. That's under the First Amendment. So while you have these wonderful things that come with it, also with it come the bad. And to appoint any singular person, organization, or council, whatever, to be the arbiter of saying what is good and what is bad is highly incorrect. That's where you get dictatorships. That's where you get monarchies. Absolutely not. That's also when you have theocrats definitely start stepping in saying, well, according to religion, nope. Religion should not be the guiding force because we have freedom of religion and freedom from religion. So the reason I tell you that is to explain where Elon's position comes from. If you say you are for free speech and then say you are not for anti-Semitism and you ban those on your platform, you are a hypocrite. You're not for free speech. He is now positioning himself as the arbiter. But here's the crazy part. It's his company. That's his right. And I agree with that. I hope that makes sense to people. I hope I've explained myself enough there. I know it can be a little confusing because it's like, it's just like snaking all over the board here of like actual liberty and all this other stuff. Elon can do what he wants. I just take issue with the fact that he claims free speech. That's not free speech. So by me saying I don't agree with the ADL, I don't agree with Jewish nepotism, that does not make me anti-Semitic. Anti-Semitic is I fucking hate Jews. That's what being an anti-Semite means. Okay? That's not what I'm saying. I hope people understand that. I hope they pay attention to that. Now, there will be those on the right that will blame all Jews for Jewish nepotism. That's the issue. That's the problem. And it's generalized, lazy thinking. I get it. I know. It's just the way it goes. It's just the way it goes. Now, I mean, we can have these constructive criticism uh, conversations about 
um, their role throughout history. I mean, let's let's talk. I'm fine with this. I don't mind discussing stuff, and I'm not necessarily going to agree with it, but I think we can at least have those conversations. Hence, why you shouldn't ban Kanye when he says I love Hitler. Okay, but look what that did. And you know, Kanye is a perfect example of what the free market and how it works shows. Kanye goes on this rant of Netanyahu and I love Hitler. Hitler got it right. And what happened? All these brands pulled out and it's like, okay, the free market took its course. People don't want to be associated with you. Fair enough. But he shouldn't be silenced. I don't agree with that. Yeah, he just got banned off of that Venice boat club for getting a blowjob. You know, what the, like, and there was a dude on the boat with him. I'm just kind of like, bro, you got problems, man. You got problems. He was apparently uh, on a boat in Venice, I think so, or whatever yeah. this job, uh, Ugola, like whatever. Venice uh, boat club. Mm. And he was, sure, everybody's seen it by now, but he was getting, getting a, his, a BJ. Getting like a blowjob. Right job. out in the open. Right out in the open. Kids could see it. I guess they banned him for that. Uh, yeah. And this guy wants to go out there and run for president. He wants to, I mean, he's, this guy's got issues. And I'm sorry, Candace Owens and Charlie Kirk, you hosted this dude up. You hoisted him up. Said he was like the greatest thing. Oh, we got Kanye. He's a fucking moron. Called that one. Now, where are they at? Where are they at now? Where's Charlie Kirk and Candace? Are they still riding the Kanye train? Blags it. My ass. Whatever. Uh, it's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah, they, uh, apparently the, that shooting happened in Ohio. It was, a, oh, for the, uh, the lady? Yeah. Yeah. That's such a damn shame. Hobo said she was 21 and this was her third different baby daddy. Jesus Christ. Some stereotypes exist from a kernel of truth, folks. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's, you know, it, it's sad to see that. But Elon uh, continues. Where's the other story? I got the tweets pulled up. I lost them. Okay. So let me ask you, do you think it would be anti-Semitic to yes. say that the Holocaust, you were you were a Holocaust denier? Is that anti-Semitic? Not necessarily. Like if you say, yeah, I, I don't have anything against Jewish people, but I, I have a, uh, I don't think the Holocaust was as bad as it as they said it was. I would say, what's your reasoning for thinking that? I'm just I saying, if say, somebody could, well, no, that's would that saying. be would that be considered well, anti-Semitic? That's my question. Is my follow-up question is, what makes you say that? Is it because you feel like maybe history got it wrong, people are lying, or is it just because you think Jews are liars and you don't trust Jews? Sure, let's just say all those things. And yeah, you're anti-Semitic. No, no, except for the last one where you just don't trust Jews and you just say if you think it's been blown out of proportion. No, it doesn't make you anti-Semitic. It makes you, you're questioning a historical event. But do you think the ADL would consider that oh, as anti-Semitic? Yeah, say, absolutely. Well, this Which guy doesn't be wrong think for, six yeah. million yeah. Jews died. Well, I mean, let's just say you you believe that the Earth or the moon landing didn't happen. Does that right. mean you automatically hate NASA? No. Exactly. So it's like, no, to question a historical event does not make one automatically a hater of whatever is being questioned. I question that we should all question things. Right. And people, I feel, uh, That's where I think, you make a very good point. I think people don't understand the act of questioning something does not automatically make it akin to hating what it is you're questioning. It's just simply saying, I don't believe it. Right. And I need proof. There's nothing wrong with that. But on the other side of that, though, I feel like if you're saying, I don't believe in the Holocaust because I think Jews are liars and Jews are always painting themselves out to be the victims. Yeah, that's anti-Semitic. Fair enough. You're criticizing, you're, you're saying that Jews are making this up to make themselves victims. It's like, but they're not. So my reasoning or like, so it goes back down to what's your reasoning for thinking this way? Are you just thinking it's blown out of proportion? Or are you thinking you're trying to say it was blown out of proportion just because you hate Jews? Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, right. I, yeah, I just think you should be able to question these things oh, without having yes. to have Fuck the repercussions yeah. of being called yeah. a racist. But unfortunately, yeah. that's the time we live in now. That's is what where they do, yeah. You can't question anything in fear of being labeled a racist yeah. and having somebody trying to shut you down yeah. uh, financially and root destroy your life. Yeah, So you can I say, agree. well, maybe I think they, what if it was, I think only a million Jews died. 
Yeah. Is that it's still a lot? What if it's 200,000 Jews, I think, probably mm-hmm. died in the Holocaust, not yeah. 6 million? What mm-hmm. if I have a, a problem with the numbers that you're confronting me with? Like, yeah. how did you come to the number of 6 million? Right. If I asked those questions, right. that, no, that doesn't make you anti Semitic. No, no. Right. no, not to me. No, I don't think it does either. Questioning but, something, you know, in the, it's such a very interesting tactic that these people will try and take by if you doing that, by you doing that, it comes down to like, why are you questioning it? Do you not trust Jewish word? And it's just like, no, nor Gentile, nor anybody. So I don't trust anybody. Well, that sounds anti-Semitic. It's like, well, that's what, and this is why they, this is why Elon is suing the ADL because that's the approach they take to right. things. It's, so like it's like a mafia. It, exactly. It's a Jewish mafia. Yes. Push you around just like our government. Just like if it was a black mafia, which I do believe the BLM is. And right. Any criticism of the BLM can makes you akin to being a racist. So if I post something, I had, I had one person kind of just, uh, oh, fuck it. I'll tell people I don't care. Um, my buddy Yuda texted me this morning with a screenshot of the tweet that I posted last night of Elon, who talked about free speech except for anti-Semitism. I said, well, he's a fraud. He's a liar, which we've all known. I mean, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I said, I don't trust him, but I'll watch him. We'll see. And sure enough, he's not free speech. But um, so I said, he's a fraud. I talked about how you cannot say that you're for free speech. It's like the Second Amendment. There's no such thing as I believe in the Second Amendment, but there's no such thing as I believe in free speech, but it's all or nothing. So I made that post. And this guy messages Yuda because he knows we're friends. He says, John isn't our friend. John doesn't like the Jews. Be careful with John Burke, blah, 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 blah. And Yuda's just kind of like, what are you talking about? He reads the tweet and he's like, I agree with him. He's like, that's also why I have a second amendment because Yuda actually gets it. So this dude, I guess, kept going. And then finally, I guess Yuda talked to him and he's like, I know John personally. He does not fucking hate Jews. You're off on this one. So the guy actually apologized to me in my DMs. I haven't responded yet. I don't know if I want to respond because it's just like, how fucking dare you? How dare you sit there and follow me for so long? And then when I have any criticisms of the things that I've talked about many times, but when it comes to you, Jewish people, like you, then you take issue, you're a fucking hypocrite. It's like, so I don't even know if I really want to accept your apology that you would think so little of me that I would ever be like, yeah, fuck the Jews. Like, I don't, yeah. where does this come from? So, I mean, fear, it all comes from fear, honestly. Yeah, they just, uh... and yes, look, I'll be honest, I probably do have a lot of anti-Semite followers. That's just, I probably have a lot of racist followers too. It's not like I condone their behavior. I can't dictate who and who doesn't follow me. There's that been that big article if you haven't seen it about the um It just so happens racists get it. Yeah, they totally get it. They're based. <laughs> but there's did you see the um the protest in Florida of the Nazis that actually came out? Did you see that? I saw a little bit the of skinheads. it. Skinheads, like these dudes are legit Nazis. Like that yeah, bros. I don't know. It it almost came across like they were acting. Like I don't know. Dude how had, much... I think he had Schwarzenegger tattooed on him. Like that's dedication of did a tattoo. I, I saw One that the they had the, the flags yeah. and just the way they were talking well, the and handling showed themselves. I'm like, he showed his face, and the other the guy that had all the face tattoos, he's been known for being uh, an anti semite. He's he's a he's a Nazi, an actual practice. Yeah. But what they were trying to do though, and this is how stupid the pop the people are in America. You know, a lot of these issues aren't politicians; they're just the stupidity of the voter base. And they were basically saying, "Who are you voting for?" And the guy's like, "Well, I guess I'm uh, I'm voting Biden because he sends muscles to the Azov Battalion, Ukraine, right?" And then people were trying to say, like, no, he's voting DeSantis. Of course, Laura Loomer's going out there spreading her propaganda, which I think she probably, I don't know. I'm wondering if she orchestrated this because that sounds like something Laura would do. That's what I'm saying. It's Laura's a crazy person. And the fact that Trump continues to endorse her and surround himself with loony Laura Loomers and stuff, it's like, bro, I, I'm sorry. You got a clown show around you. But he's this has made news now. And so they're trying to use this and saying, well, look who these people are voting for. You know, they're voting for, you know, DeSantis. They're voting for Biden. It's like, do you still not get it? 
A lot of these things are stage propaganda pieces. And the other time, like when Trump supporters do this, it's like, but the KKK endorsed Trump. Do I blame Trump for that? No, Trump has no, you don't get to choose you don't think, who you uh, allow yourself to be endorsed by, but you can choose who you accept money from. Yeah, you don't think racists like lower taxes, paying less to the IRS? If Everybody they, likes that. I don't, that. I don't, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't care that. who you hate. <laughs> I just think it's, it's such hypocrisy, honestly. It's such fucking hypocrisy, but. Yeah, I just don't. I have a hard time getting like uh, paying any attention to that kind of stuff to let it make it sway me one direction well, or people or use another. it. They use it for uh, gotcha moments. To right. say, look what the DeSantis team has done or look what the Trump team has done or, you know, look, it's kind of like, but wait a minute, where did they, where did the actual person that's running the campaign endorse this or accept this endorsement? I could have, I could have a fan of the show. That's an anti-Semite that wants to kill Jews. It's a guy like John Burke. Does that make it my fault? Well, because I think what they try and do is they make it associated with like, well, he likes John Burt because of what he says. It's very Nazi-esque. It's like, if you actually listen to the show, the show, that's not true. Yeah. Like, we're actually the furthest thing from Nazis. But I feel like a lot of people don't actually know what the Nazism or the Third Reich was actually politically about. That's the part. They just say Nazism is Hitler, you hate Jews, yeah, and that's it. It's like, you, you don't understand the economic or political class of this, do you? It's like, whoa, no, whoa. Okay. Okay. You don't get it. Dusty but, says 100% of rapists drink water. Fucking water is rapey. See, there you go. Yeah, that, I mean, that, you prove the point right there. Water is rapey, apparently. But people, people are just so stupid. They don't get that. They just simply think that if you have this disgusting organization that endorses a candidate, that candidate must be okay with it. It's like that's not necessarily true. So, I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. But, so is it just uh, anti? Semitism that's banned from Twitter or all racism? Well, I would imagine racism, too. You can't have one without the other. I mean, anti-Semitism could be a form of, I mean, it is a form of racism. So, I mean, because... Because you see a lot of white racism, like people are hitting against white people. That's the thing that blows people. my that's fucking why, mind. Black people can go well, on there and call us all kinds of shit. Nothing happens to them. You know, you get on there and you, you question Jewish nepotism or anything like that, and suddenly you're getting... But again, this is what happens. Elon put a WEF plant in, not even a plant, she's openly WEF yeah. in charge. It's like, bro... Every again, go by the actions, not the words. Elon's actions are in still in fitting with the leftist, still fitting with the leftist. So it's like, man, he says some good things that people like, yada yada. But then it's like, bro, you're full of shit. Yeah, I just told you I saw on the um, Valuetainment Patrick Bet David yeah. on his Twitter account the reason why Elon had bought Twitter was because he felt like it contributed to his son mm -hmm. transitioning. Uh, or becoming a transgender, basically changing his name from Xavier to, I don't know, Jenna Von something. I can't remember what it was, but yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, I've got like trolls in the chat is like, uh, you know, Nazis are actually Jews. Like, dude, get the fuck out. Like, I'm not even playing these games. That's where the anti Semitism comes in. It's like, all right, bro. Okay, Nazis whatever. are actually Jews. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, you know, <laughs> Elon Musk threatened to sue the Anti-Defamation League, ADL, uh, Monday for allegedly trying to kill X, formerly on Twitter, blaming the organization dedicated to combating anti-Semitism for allegedly pressuring advertisers to jump ship from the platform since last October's takeover. To clear our platform's name on the matter of anti-Semitism, it looks like we have no choice but to file a defamation lawsuit against the ADL. Oh, the irony, Musk wrote on X. Uh, to be super clear, I'm pro-free speech, but against anti-Semitism of any kind, Musk added. Now, again... That statement in and of itself makes sense, but it's the actions behind the statement that actually contradict said statement. That's where I'm at. And again, I'm against anti-Semitism too, but I believe it's your right to hate Jewish people. 
That's why I've lost. DeSantis lost me with the whole wanting to fight anti-Semitism in third world countries. You can replace anti-Semitism with racism, with whatever. It's still, no, that's a no for me, dog. Not going to happen. I don't agree with that. That's your fundamental right. Because then, you know, people say, well, you, you think it's okay for people to hate Jews? Yes, I do. It's okay because, honest, I don't agree with it. But then now we have to say, well, then the things we disagree with, let's talk about religion. So now we're going to start banning religion. Do I agree with Islam? Hell no. Do I agree with Judaism? Hell no. Do I agree with Catholicism? No. But do I think they should be banned? No, it's your right. And that's what people just get confused on. And the fact they still get confused is still beyond me. I feel like we should have, like, you should have, if you've been on social media for any stretch of the time or imagination or whatever, and you followed me, you should be aware of this by now. This is like a, a first grade education on the Constitution. But whatever. I'm not the smartest cracker out there, but yeah. Since the acquisition, the ADL has been trying to kill this platform by falsely accusing it and me of being anti-Semitic, he wrote. Our U.S. advertising revenue is still down 60%, primarily due to pressure on adverse uh, advertisers by ADL. That's what advertisers tell us. So they're almost succeeding in killing Twitter. Well, Elon, also, you kind of do it to yourself with the people you hire. We're ready to spend a lot of money with you, but... Um, no, apparently because I don't There's agree with people training. within the company that actively dislike yeah. John. Yeah. They straight up said that. They yep. don't like John. They don't like what he says. They yep. don't like what he posts. So anything he's associated with, which they, I thought they was, don't want him to advertise on it. I thought it was so, funny because they were just kind of like, you know, um, your first ad spend. Because they were trying to like muscle us. Well, your first ad spend has to be 40000 It's like, okay, we got it. Let's do it. Well, you know, but I was like, look, dude, if it's the fact that you just don't like me because I don't like total with your bullshit, it's like, fine. But that's what they do. That's what the lady said. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what the lady told Tyler. Yeah. Had not, I mean, no matter what we did. We were never going to get. Yeah. We were never going to get any any uh, ad, ad spend on that. And it really platform. sucked because we were doing good over there. Yeah. Like, we were we were getting in a return of our investment of our ad spend because we were running ads prior to them shutting us down. You see other Small. CBD companies on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, can't scroll through without seeing Cheech and Chong. Yeah. That's those douchebags. Those liberal douchebags. Yeah, fuck them. But, um... It is impossible to tell with unverified accounts whether you're dealing with a small or large number of real people as sophisticated bots are virtually indistinguishable from humans, Musk said in response to a post by conservative writer Mike Cernovich. Mike Cernovich is a fucking flim-flam, dude. That guy is such an idiot. I don't know why anybody listens. He's such a fucking nerd. He really is. Like, and look, I'm not going to sit there and say like I'm the coolest dude out there. A lot of these political commentators are fucking nerds. Legit. They run their mouths about the dumbest shit they know nothing about. And then you look at him, it's like, dude, like, one, a friend of mine posted a picture. Uh, she's married. She's a, a DeSantis supporter. And it was a gym photo on Twitter. And she has a tattoo on her forearm. And some other political conservative influencer says, ugh, lose the tattoos. You're perfect. God didn't make you this way. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. And then you look at his profile pictures. Bro, the last vagina you touch is the one you were pushed out of. Shut the fuck up, you nerd. Like, really? You're going to sit there and criticize a woman for having a, a forearm tattoo? But anyway, these dudes are just like, man, the balls you guys got. Like, to sit there and it's like, if you're going to try and flex on somebody, at least look good. And this guy looked like a fucking nerd. And it's just like, I wish we could have, like, these, these influencer boxing matches in the political. Because I would love to see some of these dudes get knocked the fuck out. They deserve it. But I don't know. But uh, Musk also said video viewership on X has roughly doubled since last year. ADL has released several reports hammering X. I'm surprised he doesn't ban them on Twitter. But wouldn't that be anti-Semitic? No, not really. Not really. And the thing is, he can't. He can't. Because if he did, then he'd really give them fuel for anti-Semitism. So what you have to do is beat them at their own game. Take them to court. I mean, that's honestly, it's, he'll spend a lot of money, but if he wins. Matter of fact, the ADL just got judged by a charged by a judge for like $10 billion for a defamation case. It's huh. like, hmm. 
ADL also took issue with how in April Twitter quietly rolled back the section of its hateful conduct policy that prohibits users from abusing transgender people. Uh, some executives from major corporations reportedly have uh, quietly been voicing concern that Musk's advocacy for free speech has perpetuated racism on the platform. Well, yes, that's free speech. You don't get one without the other. So you either want free speech with racism or you don't want free speech without You want regulated speech. Fascism. In a sense, not from Elon, but before when the government was basically paying Twitter. I'm just, bro, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so over this bullshit. Ex-CEO Linda Yaccarino appointed and made to prioritize restoring relationships with advertisers said last month the company would officially bring back its client counsel. And here we go. For marketing and ad agency executives this fall, Yaccarino also claimed X has become a safer platform since Musk took over. By all objective metrics, X is much healthier and safer platform than it was a year ago, she wrote. Free expression and the platform's safety are not at odds, she wrote in another post in July. Reached by email Tuesday, ADL declined to comment to Fox Business on Musk's legal threat, but a spokesperson did address the overall situation. They said, quote, ADL is surprised yet undeterred that anti-Semites, white supremacists, conspiracy theorists, and other trolls have... Do you notice how they always leave out black people? Yeah. So you go after specific <laughs> groups. No, don't talk about the blacks. No, you, if folks... Is there anybody that actually, and I think I think in liberals they will definitely say, are there any conservatives that think blacks racism is not real? You you think black people can't be racist? Is there anybody that actually thinks that that isn't on the left? You, I mean, you can't be. It, it can't be true. I would hope not. I would hope not. But I don't know. We'll see how this continues. But uh, good for Elon. Again, I think he's a fraud, but good for him. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, you got to love this. Philadelphia Police Commissioner resigns amid crime wave. Police Commissioner Daniel Outlaw will leave her position on September 22nd, Philadelphia's mayor says. Uh, Philadelphia Police Commissioner Daniel Outlaw, that's kind of ironic, uh, will be leaving her position later this month to take on a new job with the Port Authority of New York, New Jersey, Mayor Jim Kennedy announced Tuesday. Commissioner Outlaw has worked relentlessly for three and a half years during an unprecedented era uh, in our city, in our number of crisis situations, she deserves praise, blah, 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 blah. Outlaw became the first black female Philadelphia Police Department commissioner in February of 2020. Will serve her final day September 22nd before becoming deputy chief security officer, blah, 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 blah. Uh, As weak gun laws in Pennsylvania continue to allow legal and legal guns to infiltrate our city, the commissioner and her team have stayed focused on new approaches to manage the gun violence crisis, Kennedy added. Uh, during the commissioner's time as leader, a record number of guns have been recovered. Clearance rates have improved and non-fatal shootings and homicides have decreased at a rate double the, the rate of some other major U.S. cities. That's not saying much. Crime data from Philadelphia Police Department shows there have been a 20%, 21% drop in homicides this year to date compared to the same day in 2021 when the city recorded 562 homicides throughout the year. But prior to outlaw leading the department, the data shows Philadelphia annually recorded between 246 to 391 homicides per year between 07 and 2019. In 2020, when she took over, there were 499 homicides, followed by 562 in 2021 and 516 in 2022. So it's not like she was really doing anything, but you know, whatever. That's weird. And you talk about like, uh, you got to love how the left has embraced the Taliban. It's funny to me. This article right here. Iran 
closes water park because women were not wearing hijabs. Folks, when you ask yourself what a theocratic government would look like, it's this. It's this. When government leaders... Is Rumble down? Let me look. Uh, I don't think so. Why? Uh, uh, it says... Oh, wait. No, I'm trying to refresh our stream. Yeah, it's still there. We got 486 people watching. Yeah. Um, Iran closed the water park because women were not wearing hijabs. Uh, Iranian media reported on Monday the Mo Mojave Khorishan Water Park, one of the largest indoor water park parks in the world, has been shut down because too many women were allowed to enter without wearing mandatory Islamic head coverings. The manager of the park, Mohammed Bebe, told local media the complex was shuttered by the authorities because too many people were ignoring chastity and hijab rules. The baby denied these charges, insisting the park adhered to the law and admonished women who tried to enter without mandated head coverings. Um... Bebe said the park, which is located near the city of Mashahad, has about a thousand employees who are now worried about their jobs. So, folks, when you say that you're for a theocratic government, that's it. Now, let's replace Islam with Christianity, or Christianity with Judaism, or Judaism with Catholicism, or Catholicism with uh, paganism. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. It's the idea of what it could devolve into, which Iran is perfect example of that. So when you say that you're okay with legislation being passed that has religious undertones or overtones, rather, it's like, well, no, I'm in dis again. It might be, it might, it might sound good in the short run, the short term, but long term, it never works out. It never plays out good. Usually, you'll have some kind of theocratic takeover, and before you know it, you've got yourself like a pope-styled um, dictatorship in a sense, and that's not what America's about. It starts off with the idea, look, well, hey, as long as it works for Christians, we're okay. What if it's not a Christian? What if it's a Muslim? Oh, well, yeah, there you go. So if you would not see it, if you would not agree with it, if it was a different religion running it, then it should not exist. That's my point. So Iran makes a really good example of why theocratic governments are horrible. Uh, Mitch McConnell, we talked about he had a second little kind of deal. And of course, as you know, Article comes out. This is how stupid. This is how stupid they think you are, folks. This is why I'm just I'm so done with the GOP. Mitch McConnell documents says there's no evidence of mini stroke or seizure disorder after Senator Freeze's mid press conference for a second time. Bro, you got to be kidding me with this. Yeah, he needs to go. He needs to go. The he fact needs to that go. GOP is Einstein. not pressuring him down yeah. is it, just it's it's disgusting. It's honestly disgusting. But yeah, he does need to go. And the fact that, like I said, I'm not seeing the the entire GOP should be united in saying, look, give him a plaque, slap on the ass. You did good, whatever. You didn't really. Nobody likes you, but still. Yeah, right. Get the fuck uh, out and retire, dude. You need to go. You need to go. But again, nothing. Now, Leandy, subscribe for two months over on Kick. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Congressional doctor says there is no evidence that Senate Minority Leader Chuck, uh, or excuse me, Mitch McConnell has a seizure disorder or suffered a mini stroke after two troubling recent public freeze-ups. Capital attending physician Dr. Brian Monahan conducted an examination of the 81-year-old Kentucky Republican after his second freezing episode at a podium August 30th. We do need age limits. We need age and term limits. I'm sorry, we do. We yeah. really do. I think once they reach that cognitive uh, decline, then you need to, you know, 
have some need, measures need in place to, yeah. you know, pull them off of the job. I agree. But these guys, I mean, they just, you know, cement themselves in there to where you can't remove them. I mean, it's ridiculous because all of us have to rely on this douchebag yeah. who totally line, can't yeah. make any kind of decision. Yeah, I agree. It's it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I mean, we're paying for this. Mm-hmm. We should have some sort of a say in it. I want some bulldogs up there. I want some fucking bulldogs. Um, but while the doctor casts doubt on some of the medical theories circulating online about McConnell's condition, he did not publicly provide an explanation for the episodes. So it's, we're going to deny what it's not, but we're certainly not going to say or talk about what it could be. He's old. He's yeah. old. He needs to go. Folks, my God. Okay, let's, let's, uh, it would be like being in combat under a leader like this. That is going to put your life in jeopardy by making the wrong call or even worse, no call at all. Right. But our, our elected representatives, and this is something that this is like bipartisan that we can agree on. We can be, we can be in agreement on this and say, look, this needs to end. I know a lot of Gen Xers on the left do not feel like they are accurately represented by the representatives in Congress. I know uh, Republicans feel the exact same way. Let's come together and get some stuff passed to say, you look, 65 and older, no, you're out. You're Retire. Out. Retire. Whatever the retirement age is for America, that should be the cutoff for politics. Yep. I really feel that way. Should, there should be an amendment. There really should. Um, influencer, social media star shame for swimming in Deadly Cove. Influencers will end up going extinct. Well, fuck. <laughs> Guess I'm out of a job. Um, she was up Shit's Creek on social media. Uh, another day, another influencer putting their life on the line for TikTok likes. And this is actually true. People do do this. Why? I have no idea. I, I mean, yeah, we know. It's for the likes. It's for the views, for all this shit. It's like the Logan Paul effect. You just do dumb shit. Um, it's like jackass. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, this time, Spanish social media star Marina Rivera Saladana found herself in hot water online after swimming in a cove where bathing has been banned following a rash of deaths. Better known as Marina Rivers Online, the bikini-clad influencer frequently uploaded pics and videos of herself at exotic locales onto her Instagram, X, and TikTok pages, where she collectively boasts over 9.5 million followers. In a recent photo op taken on 31st August, the bikini-clad social media uploaded photos of herself taking a dip in the sapphire waters of the El Tancon Cave in Santiago del Tiede, Tenerife in the Canary Islands. I'm a little mermaid from Mako, Saldana wrote in the caption of the photo. Um, what's so dangerous about this place? Well, certainly alluring on camera, the idyllic blue lagoon is reportedly off-limits to tourists due to its uh, buffadero, a natural chimney-like formation with unpredictable currents that differ. that's difficult for rescue teams to access. Okay. As of 2021, six people have been reportedly died in the cove, including Swiss native Jasmine Ben Ali, 33, and Giovanni Rodriguez, 27, from Italy, who all drowned in the pool, Jane Press reported. Meanwhile, in 2017, an unidentified 30-year-old British tourist died after getting swept out to sea while walking past El Tancon. Um, Needless to say, Rivers was quickly shamed by the online masses who accused her of disrespecting the dead and risking her life for social media clout. I think it's disrespectful that you're bathing in a place that is forbidden, fumed one viewer. Another critic wrote that the place is a death trap for those who dare to bathe. Such a dangerous place should not be advertised. Bathing is forbidden, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. And your kids follow these people, folks. That's what you got to be aware of. 
that's the crazy part about all this is who these kids follow, look up to and say, well, if they're doing it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> oh my God. I didn't read this article yet. This should be good. <clears throat> the army makes program to shape up overweight recruits permanent as it's fight ongoing recruiting crisis. The Army's future soldier preparatory course has graduation rate of 95%. Well, I'm sure it does. The fact that you have such a high graduation rate means it's probably not working. I mean, no, seriously. If you're, you should have a higher attrition rate for something like this. A lot of those motherfuckers should be failing out, but they're not. So 95%, you basically are just pencil whipping shit again, which is the problem that you have in basic training. You're pencil whipping shit. I think the average cost for a soldier to go through basic training is like upwards of $200,000. The government pays for as far Damn. as you, yeah, as far as your food, your bed, all of your gear, your training, yada yada. The average, I think, cost of one soldier going through basic training is about two hundred thousand. That seems really high. So the army's invested in you. For how long? How long? It's uh, is it three sixteen months? weeks. Yeah. Well, eight weeks normal basic training. Then you have your uh, OSIT training or your uh, your uh, uh, MOS training. So it could vary, but still, it's a lot of money invested in you because you got to figure they got to feed you every day. Utilities for all your stuff, all your expenses, you know, medical, all that shit. Like it's a lot of money. So the uh, thing is, I once mean, you start basic training, thousand dollars <laughs> is a lot of money for three months. Uh, that's that's the military, bro. That's the military. It's an inflated budget. It does have an inflated budget. But the weird thing is, though, for the amount of money they pour into this, like the service is shit. I mean, I mean the food is shit. It really. You guys is. get paid though too, right? And basic. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The okay. moment you sign that dotted line and your contract activates, you start getting paid right off the bat. So How much basic, do you get paid? Fuck, dude. I think a private. Um, I mean, just going into when you, once you sign in mm -hmm. and you're part of the military now and you start basic. What do privates up? make now, folks? E one, E one pay. That's like what, like three thousand a month. But you also have to remember, you don't have any bills. You're not paying any bill unless you come into the military with bills. Okay, yeah, you so pay those, over but. that course of your basic training, you'll make about nine thousand bucks. Um, no, I don't think it's that much. Let me, you know, let me look. Hold on. That's a good question. I should probably know this. Although, why I should know this, I don't know. Because um, you've done it? No, because it changes. It's changed a lot. Army E1 pay. Let's see the pay charts. Here we go. Um, that's not what I want Ella to says E1 is roughly seven to 800 every two weeks. Yeah. Army E1 pay is the lowest enlisted pay grade. Now, it says with a monthly basic pay range from, oh, shit. Okay. With a monthly basic pay range of 1,700 to 3,800, the basic pay rate of an E1 is almost 2,000 for up to two years of experience after which there is no increase. However, Army National Guard soldiers, the monthly pay is 1600 regardless. Um, yeah, it just depends. E1 is like about $1,800 a month. So there you go. So but if you go to basic training for two weeks, you should walk out with at least four or $5,000. But the government has $200,000 wrapped up into each soldier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could be off on that one, but last I checked, like years ago, that's what the average cost was, yeah. Mm. So it behooves them to make sure that you graduate so they get their money's worth. And that's what the problem is, that you start pencil whipping shit. And then you're graduating motherfuckers that shouldn't be there. So, and then if I'd you like cut to see them, an man. audit of where that money goes, you know Good what luck. I mean? Good luck. Good luck. I'd luck. You know, oh, man. You ain't never going to find that money. That shit's gone, Oh, you bro. mean like the Pentagon uh -huh. where they lost a couple trillion dollars? Uh -huh. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. That's like asking the see government to audit itself. To it's like, down. well, we've investigated ourselves and found nothing wrong. It's like, you don't say. Uh, we d deserve a raise. <laughs> That's what we discovered. We can't balance the budget, but, you know, give Congress a raise because that makes fucking sense. 
Um, yeah, I mean, right. Uh, the pre-basic training program, which was mainly held at Fort Jackson, South Carolina, will move to a permanent school in October. With the early success of the school gaining praise from Army leaders from helping pull more recruits into the service, according to a report from Military.com. Our insistence on not lowering the standard to enter basic training means that we have to be ready to remove obstacles for those that want to serve. Brigadier General Jason Kelly, commander of the Army Training Center at Fort Jackson, told Military.com. So this is a program of record. Next month, we'll, that will be true. We're moving away from pilot. Army expands program for recruits who don't meet weight. Of, uh, um, it's fat boy camp. Fat boy camp. Which, if you parents wouldn't be raising such fat fucks, we wouldn't need this. But no. No. You feed them all kinds of shit all day, and you send them to the government and say, fix my kid. And even the government's like, your kid's fat as fuck. You fix your kid. We'll do it for 200000 We'll do it for 200000 Yeah. All right. That's hilarious. Fauci's back in the news. Fauci's concerned that people won't comply if masking recommendations return. He says, I hope they abide. Several businesses, schools, hospitals have reinstated mask requirements already, folks. In a Saturday interview, former White House Chief Medical Advisor Dr. Anthony, Dr. Anthony Fauci spoke out in defense of masking up amid today's rising COVID cases. Fauci was also quoted for saying that originally masks didn't work. Now apparently masks do work. Now we hope people, it's like, this is, this shit's, it's real. Oh, and then Jill Biden apparently has got uh, COVID again. And all we can tell her from the Shellshock CBD studios is prepare for a winter of illness and death. That's right. Bitch. I don't give one single solitary shit about them. Doesn't she have multiple vaccinations? Yeah, multiple boosters too, but apparently she's, of course, always with the, the little follow-on, but the symptoms are mild. She has COVID. She's been boosted 23 times, so the symptoms are mild. Yeah, you had you haven't had any vaccinations. You had COVID pretty recently. Yeah, I've had it three are, times. Yeah. How how was the Simpsons? Uh, the Simpsons. Simpsons. Uh, yeah, the first time I got it was the worst. After yeah. that, it was like a fucking chest cold. Right. That was it. That's it. That's it. But I'm also, you know, the other thing uh, I'm that's it. But I'm also in shape somewhat, so it's kind of like that helps. We work out. We go to the gym. We try and eat somewhat healthy. But these people out there, the obese, the elderly, it's like, look, I don't know what you want me to tell you. You're fat. Like you live like shit. Maybe I should start fat shaming you again. You hopefully, save your life. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. If exactly. you're overweight, yeah. if you're grossly obese, then you should be concerned legitimately about your health. People aren't though, and that's what's so funny about it. It's like only when you actually have um, an issue with COVID that affects obese people, then you start like, oh crap, blah 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 blah. It's like, but you didn't give a fuck prior. What if COVID was heart disease or whatever? I mean, I don't know. It's just I get so fed up with the hypocrisy of people like that. But he says in the events of the matter, excuse me, I would hope that if we get to the point that the volume of cases is such and, and organizations like the CDC recommends, CDC does not mandate anything, recommends that people wear masks. I would hope the people abide by that recommendation and take into account and the risks to themselves and their families, Fauci told CNN. Of course, only CNN's going to publish some bullshit like this. Folks, they pressed him on it, though. Did you watch the interview? No, uh -uh. they pressed him on it. Good. I hope they did. Because there was a study CNN that came out by a very legitimate... Oh, yeah, 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 you were talking about that. that. The majority, like this peer-reviewed study that they did of millions of people with masks mm -hmm. showed that masks did virtually nothing, even with the N90 yeah, N95. The N95 yeah. did nothing oh. to uh, suppress the, the COVID virus. So, <clears throat> and they were talking and about he's the, like, well, it's, uh, it's more on an individual basis. I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense, you fucking dick. You know what I mean? This guy is just a piece of shit. I think they just trotted him out there to show the rest of the world that this that they don't like him either. 
Yeah, I think so too. I think we'll bring him out in front of everybody. It's interesting that CNN did that. It's yeah, it's interesting that CNN did something like that because um because he needs to be shamed. He does. He needs to be shamed back into the hole from which he came out. (laughs) Watch CNN's position on this because if they're gonna press on him like this, it means they're gonna turn their back on him. Him and Joe Biden. They should. They should. I mean, yeah, they know CNN wants to fix themselves, like which I don't see happening, but. They could be steering the sheer and the steering the ship in a different direction. We'll see. You know, when it comes to business, money is king. Yeah. So when they want to follow the money, it's like then you better change course. It doesn't mean you have to go in the same direction as Fox, but at this point, like all all CNN needs to do to beat Fox is the one thing they should all have been from the get go: honest. Just be honest and transparent. But it doesn't pay, folks. That's the thing. It doesn't pay. It doesn't. The race war pays money. The Ukraine war pays money. Propaganda pays money because it gets the clicks. It gets the shares. That's why Al Sharpton's been uh, race baited for so long because yep. it pays him. Oh, it pays him good money. He would go to businesses and say, hey, if you don't, uh, you know, pay me some money, I'm going to bring these people over and start shaming your business saying yeah. that you don't have enough black people working here. Yep. And that's what they did. Yep. It's ridiculous. I'm not, I will not wear a mask. I am not wearing a mask and I will shame no. people that do. Actually, yep. no, I'm not. I'm not going to shame people that do. I feel like it's, they need to be shamed. You think so? Because I, I feel to me, it's just kind of like, it's your choice. Be like, hey man, that doesn't work. You know, there's know. been several studies that. But at the same time though, it's their freedom to do so. But the problem is when you don't shame that, you don't push back, then it becomes the majority opinion because then it's the maskers get all high and mighty and then businesses start getting swayed by the louder voices. So it's kind of like, I do see a reason to shame it. I guess. I and then know. I also see the reason to say it's your body, your choice. I don't fucking care. I but I don't want to force upset it. upset about it because they forced kids yeah, to wear yeah. it for so long yeah. and really damaged the children more than anybody else. Yeah. It set them back. Yeah. So it's not necessarily the adults, but more the kids that they forced into this. Yeah totalitarian regime yeah for where sure. you don't wear this mask and you can't go yeah. to school you can't go you're to a groceries killer you, you gotta go follow to the this arrow yeah. up the grocery store line you gotta like what the f- vaccine is, passports i'm like looking around bullshit, at people yeah. like does anybody else believe this bullshit what's a lot of people did. right now like yeah. you, like we have to what's appalling to me is people still believe the masks work that they still believe the covid variants are going to be even more deadly they still fall into this yeah. and it's like look I get that we're not all scientists and experts. I understand that. But let's just go by go by anecdotal evidence in your day-to-day life. Just by your day-to-day life. Are we all dead? I mean, I, I would say that probably most people out there caught COVID. And most people survived. So when the government comes back and says, oh, it's an evil. Where did monkeypox go? That was supposed to be the new Ebola. Where did the, uh, the murder hornets go? It's always something to scare the people. It's always something to get the people riled up. Because the ultimate goal, folks, is this. More government control. The more in danger you are by the um, threats the government fabricates or in some cases releases on the public, the more the government can become the nanny state it wants to be to interject itself into your day-to-day life for your own safety to then strip away your freedoms slowly but surely. Look at the Second Amendment. Gun crime is through the roof. No, it's really not. It's actually not. And then what do they say? Well, the only way to fix this is more government, more regulations, a gun registry. Yeah. And then we're going to start taking your rights. Joe Biden tweeted out red flag laws. Those have already been abused. Innocent people have been murdered. Every solution the government brings to the table for your safety, be it guns, COVID, whatever, they have fucked up royally. So I'm sorry. If a second series of mandates comes across, fuck you. 
Not going to happen. I refuse. As should every single other American out there. Because, folks, I hate to say this. I'm all for independence. I'm all for individual thinking. But we have to be a united collective that says, fuck you. I will not do what you told me. Not including the band that actually turncoated and did what the government told them that actually wrote that fucking song. That's how pathetic this country is. Freedom lovers, my fucking butthole. And I'm done. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, folks, that does it for today's episode of the All-American Savage Show podcast. If you've enjoyed today's show, go let us know it. Go become a subscriber. Help us out. You know, if you like listening to Josh and myself every day, um, go subscribe over on iTunes for 99 cents a month or subscribe on kick.com slash John Burke. It's a free app. doesn't cost you anything unless you become a subscriber. You can still watch. You can still listen. You can still inter interact. But show us some love. Support us on one of the platforms. Trust me, it helps out a lot more than you know. Go get yourself some merch at johnburke.com. You can go check it out there. We have the great merch over there. And we're going to have new stuff for you here very shortly. Excited for that. And also, don't forget September. All subscribers, your sub points are doubled doubled you can't beat that with a brick stack subscribe right now for free if you want use code sub 10 save yourself 10 percent off you can go check out shell shock cbd we have delta 8 to get you high we have or pain management's great we have the rack out gummies to help you fall asleep we have the fallout gummies to help you relax and chill with their thc free we've got vitamins we got minerals we got ashwagandha we got elderberry we got uh, excuse me apple cider gummer apple cider vinegar gummies we've got a lot of great things to choose from so go check it out if you love the show you love and want to support a patriotic made in america company shell shock cbd is your bet until tomorrow folks you anything to have a man you guys have a great day and as always stay savage america <laughs>